0: Hello again. My name is Andrew Wetzel. I'm a full-time agent with Long and Foster. I'm also a realtor, an associate broker, an ethics instructor, and a mediator. I've been moving sellers and buyers since 1996. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast. During my 21-plus years working with sellers and buyers, regardless of the economy, the type of market, or the current technology, many of my clients have asked me similar questions. While my answers may have changed over time, the process of buying and selling real estate has remained the same. It's a people business revolving around sales with all the dynamics you might expect when two or more people are trying to negotiate an acceptable outcome for everyone involved. Today's question is, I want to buy a house, how do I start? I wish more buyers felt comfortable enough to ask real estate agents for advice when starting their home search. An effective and efficient house search requires planning and preparation. Good agents have the experience and knowledge needed to manage the process. Unfortunately, many Internet-empowered consumers focus their efforts online, which can become a time-consuming distraction. Searching online certainly has its advantages and it's fun, but it should not be the main focus because it can delay arranging the financing that most buyers will need and may cause a buyer to miss the opportunity to buy a house they really like if they're not properly prepared or do not know it's available. Let me explain. I recommend that serious buyers focus on three steps, and these apply to any real estate purchase. Number one, get pre-qualified with a reputable local lender. You can try doing this online, but I suggest using a live local person rather than an impersonal faceless website. Mortgage financing requires a personal touch. Some buyers, unfortunately, will not be able to get financing, while others may need to do a few things to qualify for the loan they want. Whichever the case... It's better to know the details as soon as possible. When you identify lenders to consider, please be thorough. Do not just look at an advertisement, especially if it appears too good to be true. There's more to getting a loan than a low interest rate. Getting pre-qualified will accomplish two things. First, it will establish a maximum monthly payment and price range while telling you how much of your own money you'll need. Knowing this will help you focus on locations and house features that match your comfort level as far as the monthly payment. The second benefit is that you will have documentation to provide to a seller when you make an offer on their house. Most sellers require proof of financing before they begin negotiating. If you're competing with other buyers, this is especially important. Sellers like to know as much as they can before taking your house off the market. The second thing, hire an agent. Ideally, this should be done before looking at houses. I know that looking at houses is the fun part of the process, but do you want a tour or Or do you want to be represented by someone who will work for your best interests? As I mentioned earlier, the Internet can be a distraction. In addition to delaying your getting financing, the Internet can delay your hiring an agent since you can easily access property information on your own, and most agents will be happy to show you any house. We can talk about buyer representation, the code of ethics, and fiduciary duties later, but please understand and accept that we do more than open doors. For example, there's a much-debated concept called dual agency. It's legal in Pennsylvania, which means that one agent can represent the best interests of both the buyer and seller in the same transaction, as long as the agent does so with full disclosure to both parties and with their informed consent. I liken the concept to the phrase, it can be the best of times or it can be the worst of times. Many buyers will call listing agents to see their listings without considering what will happen if they want to make an offer. This could become a problem. What did you tell the listing agent? Can what you told them affect the negotiation if you use some other agent to write your offer? Is that a problem? You should also consider whether to work with one agent or a team. I posted my feelings about teams on my website andrewwetzel.com. They too can be good or bad. The final piece is to determine what you need and want in a house. These are different. Your wish list will likely evolve as you explore the market and what you find will depend on what you want to spend. An experienced agent can help you focus on identifying the best properties to consider. It's not as easy as it sounds, especially if you have not considered financing. Choosing locations and features to consider can be challenging, especially if a buyer adds too many wants to their search. An agent can give you an idea about pricing and explain the paperwork, the process, and assuming they are experienced, guide you through the many twists and turns that can and will occur. We've done this before. The bottom line is that buying a house requires planning and preparation. Knowledge and experience will not be found online. When it comes to buying real estate, mistakes can be costly. Hire wisely. Thank you as always for listening to this podcast.